Hello and welcome to The Hardy Brain, the show that takes athletic, introverted entrepreneurs and leaders and transforms them into ironclad brain performers. I'm your host, Dr. David Hardy. And today on our show, we've got an amazing guest, as always. He is a four-time international best-selling author, men's physique champion, and founder of Jay Campbell Brand and Podcast. Welcome to the show, Jay. How are you doing? Dr. Hardy, it's an honor to be here, man. Very grateful, humbled, privileged. This is going to be an amazing show. Absolutely. I can't wait for it here. Now, you are constantly talking, taking in a ton of information and then communicating it to your audience. And then on the other side, you're applying it to your own health as well. So most people out there are going to say your knowledge has led to amazing health, but... How much has your physical performance led to your knowledge performance? It's a great question. Um, and thanks for asking it. Um, it's, you know, definitely not, they're not mutually exclusive. Um, I've always been uh, an athlete uh, before I became the online gypsy that I am now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, you know, people that are hyper competitive, if that's what we can call you know, ourselves, you know, high, high performers, achievers, you know, it's kind of like a personality, I think style that I definitely inhabited or inherited both. I think inhabited and inherited uh, from my dad, uh, who is, you know, just a driver and a, you know, a tyrannical, uh, leader as a, as a dad and also as a business, uh, decision maker. Um, and so just, I kind of carried it on as I got older and older and older, but I was always focused on, uh, you know, being in the best shape possible. So there's no question that, uh, my health has allowed me to have the energy, uh, necessary to be, you know, the person that I've essentially become today nearly 52, I'll be 52 on Friday. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's, it's an interesting, it's a really great question, but there's no doubt that, um, actually when my, um, to give my dad credit when, when I was younger, I want to say, I want to be 13 or 14 years old. He said, son, you only have two things that are important in your life. You have your integrity and your health. And without one, you have neither. Right. Right. And so I was like, wow, that's a profound statement at the time. I didn't realize the profound, the profound aspect of it. But as I got older, you know, I was like, wow, it's so true. And then, you know, you see people as they get older, if they're debilitated, they got like a low back issue or an upper back issue, or just, you know, they're, wheelchair bound or whatever. I mean, like who cares the success, you know, the money and all that stuff. If you can't really move around and you can't, you know, ambulate, it's a pretty rough life. So, uh, and then obviously the other thing with the integrity is, is totally true too. So it's like, uh, I, I'm, I'm very grateful that I've had a desire, you know, call it a burning ambition to always attempt to stay in as best health, physical condition as possible. Absolutely. Now, being 52, and obviously you've mentioned other people around you that their health has declined um, physically, but don't you also notice that when your physical health declines, that your brain performance, that cognitive aspect of things starts to slowly follow with it? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, as a guy that obviously uh, promotes therapeutic testosterone and optimizing testosterone, you know, naturally, and then eventually if you have to through therapeutic means, I mean, the biggest impact from testosterone is dopamine signaling, right? right. So it's like, as a man gets older and his hormonal, you know, his hormones ebb and flow and decrease. And look, you know, scientifically we know that 
and this is obviously not real now compared to what the environmental contamination, which we talked about in this podcast. But I mean, they understood in the fifties that from the age of 30 onward, a test testosterone was decreasing at, you know, one to 3% a year. Right. So do the math, right? 10 years at 40, you've lost half of your natural testosterone production, you know, again, and that was just then when, as you know, the environment wasn't contaminated. I mean, you know, now we live in places that are, especially in urban population centers that are completely destroying endocrine systems, both male and female, you know, there's, it's a never ending full spectrum assault. So it's like when you factor that in with the idea too, that people are aging and then, you know, we, we would be remiss if we didn't factor in the last three years with the scamdemic. I mean, you know, you think about all the people that, you know, sat around and drank alcohol and worried and got sick and, you know, did all sorts of other stuff. So, I mean, like, I don't know if there's ever been a time in modern, in the modern era where health was as poor as it is now. Are you ready to take your brain health to a brand new higher level than ever before? Then please check out thehardybrain.ca and inquire about our virtual brain health intensive programs. In the modern era where health was as poor as it is now, let's also factor in that I just saw a statistic the other day that they said that 70% of men and women in North America over the age of 40 are, are, are by the BMI clinically obese. Whoa. 70%. Jeez. So you start thinking about that and you then look into the idea that like, well, my God, if you know obesity is like the first step towards uh, type two, you know, class two diabetes, then I mean, we're going to have a healthcare crisis in the next five to 10 years. It's going to make everything that's happened in the last three years look paltry in comparison. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And well, basically in your new book too, Optimizing Your Health with Therapeutic uh, Peptides, you go into how you believe that allopathic uh, medicine is dying, that yeah. uh, sick care needs to needs to go to the side there. How, how's that all connected right now with what you just stated with the obesity epidemic? I think it, I mean, I think it's, it's obvious, right? Like you and I know, but you know, for the audience, um, so basically the way I like to explain it is this, is like, we've now reached a place, um, you know, globally where there's a bifurcation, right? And the bifurcation is what I call sovereign, empowered, and free. I talked about this on metal and the, you know, other side, which is like, I have a $40 co-payment. This is what I can afford. I'm not about being, you know, uh, empowered and, uh, you know, proactive with my health. I want to go when it's an emergency and that's what I pay the doctor for. Right. So it's like those two types of people now are what dominate the world. And thankfully for us, there's more people proactive. There's more people now becoming empowered that, you know, they know they were taken advantage of in the last two to three and a half years, you know, with again, whatever you want to call what happened. Yeah. Uh, and some are still, but again, it's the people that are empowered, sovereign and free that aren't being taken advantage of. Right. And they're the people that are seeking out functional healthcare people, people like me, uh, you know, uh, holistic type people, you know, outside of the space of, uh, what I call sick care or illness medicine, which as you know, David, just all they really care about is prescribing big pharma drugs, uh, to medicate symptoms. They never, ever seek uh, treating the root cause, which is really true healing. I mean, medicine today, again, in the sick care industry, um, doesn't even care about solving the problem. They care about prescribing you drugs, right? And if you get side effects from one of the drugs they prescribe, they'll provide pres- prescribe you another drug for that side effect. And you know, the the what ends up happening if we really you know 
unravel it, peel the onion all the way back is the average person now in North America by the age of 65 is on 20 plus pills, color coded. They have a cottage industry of like literally selling people plastic containers to maintain, you know, the balance of like what pill at what time. I mean, it's insane. It is. And then those people die. Again, they've got actuary tables on this between 65 and 72. And this is a truth when I say this. Big Pharma is predicated on the people dying at the same time they go bankrupt. Because a lot of these people end up taking, you know, medications that their insurance now doesn't pay. And then they look at like how much life savings they have, you know, besides what they can borrow from family members if they're dumb enough to give them the money. Uh, And then they just uh, hopefully they run out of the medicine and go bankrupt at the same time. Right. I mean, it's, it's unreal how it all works out, but I mean, anybody who's seen somebody go through the medical system and die like that, you know, I'm sure you have family or friends or maybe even parents. I mean, I've seen it, Absolutely. you know, my wife's, yeah, my wife's mother, you know, had a, um, you know, she had a routine colonoscopy. That's a whole nother thing we could talk to do. Even diagnostic scanning is those are scams too, but you know, she had a routine, uh, colonoscopy and they found a growth and, you know, she is an older, you know, Catholic, I want it out of me. No, you know, like instead of like, because even like a high level doctor that I gave her, one of the top oncologists in New York city, Dr. Len Farber saw it and he's like, she doesn't need to have anything done. She's 70 years old. It's fine. It's not a cancerous growth. Right. Oh, I want it out. And so then they cut you, they cut it out of you and nobody reads the legal fine print in any hospital in the world. It says now that if you're over the age of 60 and you have an invasive surgery, it's a 50% chance you can die from post-surgical infection from the the, the uh, bacteria from the penicillin to steel. Right. They've all, yep. so it's so resistant <laughs> to surgical tools now. So people don't know this, David. And it's just, it's unreal what's happened. But, you know, at the end of the day, I kind of rabbit hole on you there. But at the end of the day, people have to decide, you know, is it, am I going to become proactive about my health or am I going to allow the sick care system to dictate the terms as I die? Right. Now, even in both of your books with uh, testosterone replacement therapies and with peptides, you still go into how you need the proper lifestyle uh, uh, habits around you or these treatments aren't effective. Uh, That's 100% true. Dive into that. Um, like a lot of people think, yeah, if I take testosterone, I'm going to be good all of a sudden. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I take no, this peptide, it's going to cure David, me. That's the best point anybody could make on a, on a show when, you know, I really appreciate you doing the deep research here and asking me important, intelligent questions. I spend literally probably two hours of my day now, every day in my life. Uh, I don't respond to messages unless you're in my private community, but I mean, you know, on social media, uh, telling people that like, this is not a magic bullet. You know, peptides are not magic bullets. Therapeutic testosterone is not a magic bullet. If you don't have the foundational principles, which is obviously exercise, you know, insulin controlled living, proper sleep hygiene, uh, you know, preventing electromagnetic frequencies from irradiating your brain and your eyes, you know, all of this stuff, it doesn't matter. Peptides aren't going to do jack, you know, therapeutic testosterone is not going to do jack, but you're right. You know, people see people like me and my wife and they see like the level of fitness that we have and they, and, and they hear us talking about these things that we do, all these different adjuvants. And so they think, oh, it's magic. Right. And it's like, no, dude, like <laughs> I look like this and my wife looks like this because we've been in the gym and, and you know, uh, considering our diet, you know, for 30 years. I mean, this is three decades 
of rigorous, you know, application and consistent focus of doing this. I mean, sure, these peptides and these, you know, uh, adjuvant medications that we could talk about help, but without the basics dialed in, you're not going to get any results. Right. None. No. Now you go into diet quite a bit there, and uh, in one of your first books, basically on how to, how to get shredded and to lose fat. How is yeah. all this connected from that first diet journey into? the testosterone world into hormone optimization, into peptides. How are they all tied together then? And uh, how do you communicate that to people? Yeah. So, I mean, they're all tied in. It's it's interesting you said that because I have a private membership group of men uh, who are kind of like, uh, call them insiders. And um, we've been doing, so I'm, my next book is actually coming out in the next couple of months too. It's called 30 Days to Shreds. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be a 30-day fat loss protocol. Um, it's, I, I would say that not everyone can do it. It's for mostly people who are uh, used to intermittent fasting. Anyone who's ever fasted and has what I would call be, being fast adapted will be able to use this diet. And I literally guarantee you pound for pound in 30 days, if you follow the diet to the letter of the, of the detail that's indicated, you will lose the most amount of body fat that you can lose in your entire life in 30 days. But that's coming in the conversation I had today with one of the guys in the group, you know, he's lost so much weight. He's like day 22 and he's like mind blown. He's like, I got to throw away all my clothes. <laughs> you know, it's great. But like, you know, my wife is looking at me like, what is going on? So it's like, well, these are all good things. But when you get your nutrition dialed in and you control for insulin, uh, you limit your carbohydrate intake during the night, you start eating according to your circadian rhythm, you know, when the sun is up and it's dark at night and you learn all these, you know, fundamental principles that by the way, the ancients observed and used, right. Uh, and you, 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 you dial that in and you make that relevant to today's modern lifestyle. What happens is a couple of things biochemically. First off, you get an enhanced, and I know you know, this as a brain guy, BDNF, right? Brain drive neurotrophic factor, which massively starts increasing uh, you know, your connectivity to what I call divinity, which is, you know, the source, you know, the creation energy of the universe and people then become just, you know, proactive, you know, the things we were talking about the early part of the show where it's like, they don't wait around for stuff to happen to them. You know, they're now taking ownership of their life and, you know, you start losing body fat. And obviously when you lose body fat, you lose, you suppress inflammation, right? Because visceral body fat is the most inflammatory substance that we know of. It's more inflammatory than, than kerosene. So right. when you start getting- Actually on, on that point of inflammation too, uh, yeah. basically now in lab tests, we can measure oxidized cholesterol versus regular mm -hmm. cholesterol. How does that right. go into inflammation and also into quality hormones like testosterone since cholesterol is your building block for it? So what I tell people to continue with that, the phrase is that the number one thing you can do to live longer and stronger is by, by is being lean. There is nothing else that you can do on planet earth that will extend your life than by lowering your body fat. Because the, what you just said, I mean, the higher the body fat, the more inflammatory cascade you have going on in your body at all times. The, the average man who has a giant belly is literally impotent right. because that belly fat hangs over his reproductive machinery and he has a cytokine storm that is firing at all times. Every time he eats, you know, crappy food, which is, that's what leads to a big belly, drinks too much alcohol, pounds wine, pounds vodka, whatever. He's got, you know, all sorts of hormone, what I call hormonal haywire going on. Right. And now that person literally can't get an erection. 
Uh, if he can, it's random. He can't control it. You know, he can't, you know, get it up, so to speak, when he wants to, when he needs to, from a sexual desire standpoint. So you've got like, and, and again, by the way, this is an epidemic yes. of people out there in the United States. As you know, again, being a brain guy, the average doc, you know, call him a, um, a you know, routine HMO, PPO insurance doc. They don't even look at the hormones. They just instantly prescribe Viagra, Levitra, or Cialis, yep. right? Like they're not even, they're, I mean, I've had, you know, some of the people that I've mentored under brilliant physicians tell me that frontline treatment and psychiatric, psychiatric care should be testosterone for people, for men that are 40 and up, because most of them, you know, present with, you know, borderline depression and all these other things. And it's like, if they just looked at their hormones and they just gave them a surgically precise dose of therapeutic testosterone and solve all the problems, but then the doctor doesn't make any money and he can't prescribe SSRIs and blah, 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 go on and forth. But the reality is, is that the higher the body fat that you have, the more inflammatory cascades, the more inflammation at the cellular level you have. And as you know, cellular inflammation is what leads to all of the diseases of aging, every single one. Absolutely. You know, all these people that have Alzheimer's and neurodegenerative disorder, you know, as you know, it's type three diabetes. I mean, it's literally the cascade from type two. I mean, look, man, I live in Mexico now, right? Like I was in Costco today. That's why this podcast was delayed. And I'm literally in like the supplement um, aisle of Costco. And there's like a hundred people, all, you know, native Mexicans standing in line at the glucosometer section. No way. Because Mexico has right now statistically like 75 to 80% of all adults over the age of 40 have type 2 diabetes. So, I mean, you can That's only imagine incredible. where this goes. But again, it's, the, it's education. No one is telling these people to control their insulin. No one is telling them anything about changing their lifestyle. They're literally being told, oh, we can manage your diabetes. That's what they say. We'll manage your diabetes. That's the marketing behind it. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, think about that though. Think about a physician telling a patient, we can manage it. Instead of saying, hey, look, dude, you're a lazy fat MFer and you need to change your lifestyle. And there are some good docs out there and, you know, thank God there are, but the majority of them, that's not, you and I know they don't get paid. Nope. They get paid by putting them on three different drugs backwards and prescribing insulin and then say, don't worry, we can manage it, manage it. I mean, managing type two diabetes leads to dementia or Alzheimer's and definitely an early death. (laughs) Yes, it does. Yeah. It was amazing in the functional medicine field. Uh, there were patients that uh, we'd be doing these simple, not easy, simple dietary and lifestyle changes with the right yes. supplementation, and they yep. couldn't get into their MDs quick enough to get their meds managed. It's unbelievable. It is. It's unbelievable. I mean, again, it's a cottage industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's uh, it's truly unreal. I mean, we could talk about metformin. I mean, think about this metformin. And obviously, I'm a big advocate of metformin when you live an insulin controlled lifestyle. It's an amazing drug. It's definitely the most amazing anti-aging medication on the planet. But like they prescribe it to people who are, again, what I call flaming dumpster fires, right? Right. Like they're not changing their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. They just slam a metformin and drink, you know, a six pack and eat Cheetos and Mountain Dew and pizza, you know, and then six days a week, right? It's like eventually the chemoreceptors in the pancreas fail. 
you know, I always like to talk about like the chemoreceptors are like a swinging door hinge, right? Like early in life, the door closes and shuts and closes and shuts. And then eventually by the time you're 35, if you're an average person, you don't even have chemoreceptors. I mean, dude, you're seeing this, like they got statistics now that a lot of high school kids have type two diabetes. It's one of those diseases that keeps getting <laughs> younger and younger. And now the other- the lifestyle, dude, the food in America. I mean, you imagine, you know- mm-hmm. Now, now here's the other mind-blowing stat that, that's been coming out, and this falls into everything you talk about with diet and uh, peptides here, is that autoimmunity yeah. is kind yeah. of following the same trend diabetes did. Same that thing. Once it's upon a time, thing. it was only old and sick people that got it. Right. People right. that didn't take care of themselves for decades. Yes. Comorbid, yes. And now we're seeing it younger and younger and yep. younger and more it's and more. Reason. It's the it's same the reason. It's the same reason. It's the environment. It's the shitty food. It's the plastic. You know, it's the stuff they're spraying in the skies. I mean, you know, it's not conspiracy theory anymore. I mean, you know, there are genius, you know, people like my good friend, Dr. Anthony J, you know, the lead clinic, re- lead researcher at the Mayo Clinic for four years. You know, he wrote the brilliant book that I talked about at Metal, Estro Generation. Ken should have yes. him come on. You should interview him. He's absolutely a genius. And he couldn't even do it anymore. He's like, the EPA is in on this. They're paid off. You know, the, they take bribes. You know, there's people literally in government that will not let the United States, American public even know like how contaminated the environment is. Look, man, since I moved down to Mexico, I can tell you my head is much clearer. They don't have the glyphosate and the atrazine, you know, down here that they have in the United States. They don't have 5G. So, I mean, it's like we are, meaning people living in the United States are being bombarded at all times. Right. Sure, people have autoimmune diseases and disorders and disruptions. I mean, it's just normal. It's like the cost of living in a major city. Look what just happened in Ohio. Yes. You know, one of the guys is in my that lives in Cincinnati is not one of my VIP mastermind guys, and he's been sending me pictures of the Ohio River, bro. It's a nuclear contamination zone. <laughs> like it's orange wow. and yellow. Like all those people up there that are dealing with this, they have no idea the next three to five year ramifications. I mean, it is probably destroyed the topsoil and there's Mm. dioxin sulfide now in the air. I mean, dude, that is an ecological disaster and it's also going to be downstream. There's going to be second and third order effects of the humans that live in that area, bro. It's not going to be good, man. It's not going to be good. Yeah, it's bad. So for these people that obviously know they're in a rough situation and want to make these changes, uh, what are the steps you put them through? Well, the first step is for sure, you know, I always tell it's admission, right? Like there's admission, acceptance, and allowance. But admission is that you got a problem is the first step. And as you know, you can't go to a sick care doctor because they're not going to tell you to change. They're going to just prescribe you drugs. And that's where most of these people err because like, obviously they start off with an intention of like, I need to clean up my act, but then they go to their doctor who's, you know, technically their first line of defense as far as the way they've been conditioned. And he just writes some scripts for drugs and says, and and tells them nothing right right? now. Thankfully there's the internet, you know, and they can find people like me and other people like me. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you have to change your lifestyle. You know, you got to get out of the mindset of like, I can do a six week or an eight week or 12 week boot camp or, you know, all this like short term nonsense. It's like, no, 
the people that change their habits are the people that change their life, right? So it's like, if I got fat or I have a big belly and I can't get an erection, well, what is the root cause? Well, the root cause is you eat like shit, you don't exercise enough, and you probably don't sleep well. You know, those are the three big prime movers. So it's like, okay, well, how can I find somebody that can like, you know, organize, help organize my life so that I can understand like what not to do. So that's like number one. And that's, it goes back to just like leaning out. Like, you know, I even tell guys today that like, look, if you're 35% body fat or higher, you should not start therapeutic testosterone because you will have a massive inflammatory response to the testosterone coming into your belly fat. Cause most guys are going to inject in their, you know, suprilac belly button area. Right. And that creates a massive inflammatory cascade. Now, you know, doctors will argue with me and they'll say, but Jay, testosterone is lipolytic and they have to have it because without the testosterone, they don't have the energy to move. And that's true. But it's like, hey, man, like if you're going to do this at that level of body fat, you better have a very focused and determined approach that like you're going to work through the, you know, inflammatory response that the testosterone provides initially. And and you will be able to work through it, but it's going to take two months. And, you know, the truth is, is that, and I see this all the time and I get a lot of guys that come to me to consult with this. So basically it's not a good first step, right? Well, so here, here's the truth. It it can be if you're working with a doctor who knows what they're doing, but as you know, Mm -hmm. from hearing me talk, this is 95% of doctors are have to be ruled out instantly because they have no earthly idea how to prescribe therapeutic hormones. And again, right. it's not an attack or, or, you know, a damnation of them. It's a damnation of the system. Absolutely. The system does not teach hormonal optimization, which is a farce. But mm-hmm. again, if you taught hormonal optimization, there would be no big pharma because no people wouldn't need drugs. I mean, look, I've had physicians that I've mentored under brilliant guys. And they have said to me, if metformin and therapeutic testosterone and, you know, an armor, you know, desiccated form of uh, porcine thyroid was in the water supply, there would be no hospitals. <laughs> and, and, and it's true. I mean, it's literally <laughs> true. People who optimize their hormones as they age don't go to the doctor because there's no person, there's no reason to go to the doctor. Now, sure, if you get shot or you're in a tragic plane crash or car crash and you're bleeding out, yeah, then, you know, surgically... <laughs> You might have to have somebody like sew you up and stop the bleeding. But beyond that, like, what are they going to do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could go in and be brainwashed for diagnostic testing and have your, you know, prostate looked at and your colon colon looked at and all these other things. But like, if you really start reading the science behind all the diagnostic testing, you wouldn't do that either because the error margin is so high that it's like, I mean, dude, I just read this unreal study that Mercola put together on colonoscopies. And dude, I literally, there's, there's absolutely no way. I mean, they literally are using machines, the same machine sometimes on 50 people. So they've got like contamination, fecal matter on these machines. I mean, dude, you can't even imagine what's going on in these giant PPO and HMO facilities that do, you know, random colonoscopies on people in their fifties and sixties. It's insane. It's literally insane. I mean, I know I'm rabbit holing on you, but the problem is that allopathic medicine is not the solution. And what the solution is, is you as an individual being proactive. You know, I have a really good friend who says you have to become the proactive scientist of your own health. And that is absolutely, absolutely, I think that's great. You have to do, Mm -hmm. you have to do that. And there are people out there like you and like, you know, brilliant doctors that get this, 
that you can seek out that can help you, but you have to do a little bit of work. And it's not going to Kaiser or whatever PPO doctor, you know, insurance thing that you have and thinking that they're going to be the answer because they're not. And as you know, they're also constrained by the system. Big time. 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes to diagnose your issue. They don't have any time to look at you as a human being. All they, they, you're a statistic. They're looking at an actuary table and the big pharma slide chart. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy, man. I, yeah, I'm, (laughs) I'm of course listening in and uh, I'm like, yep. (laughs) It's just sad that so many people, so many people don't know this. And uh, now let's go to the other side of it. People that overdo trying to be healthy and make mistakes. So some people will go into, well, testosterone. If you do too much of it, then you're, then you're doping. And then, uh, well, of course, this comes up every Olympics. And I've interviewed uh, uh, Adam Nichols uh, with, uh, about, uh, about uh, sports doping and everything else. And, uh, well, you've mentioned Russia with uh, peptides and investigating yeah. that. And, well, obviously, yeah. Russia's come up in the, the doping world. Um, yep. But in your opinion, is there some evidence that would say we can use certain agents that are both performance enhancing and healthy? Oh, 100%. I mean, look, the, you know, I, again, I say this all the time. The difference between a pill and a poison is the dosage. So mm-hmm. really any, you know, uh, agent, testosterone, you know, as the primary androgen, uh, you know, versus metformin. I mean, I, I mean, I could go through any, you know, medication or supplement. And again, sometimes the difference between a medication and a supplement is a very, very thin line, right? It's really due to right. the patent. It's due to <laughs> well, the patent. let's look at metformin and berberine. Right. They both exactly. have, yeah. Well, I mean, exactly. And look, metformin isn't even a drug. It's a plant that Big Pharma <laughs> patented in 1927. You know, I'm like the biggest metformin honk in the world. So, I mean, I can give you all the data on it. I have a 10,000 word article that's, you know, cited at uh, Harvard and EDU, right? So, right. I mean, it's got all the studies and all the research. So, I mean, I can debate anybody about it. But the truth is, uh, there's very little difference between the both. But the problem is, is that, or it's not the problem, but the issue is, is that metformin is is essentially a drug, but very literally restricted. And Berberin, and by the way, you want dihydroberberin, it's a way more pure form and much more bioavailable form, is in the supplement industry. So it doesn't have the quality control. Right. I mean, I, you know, I know one of the people that have the patent of dihydroberberin. He's a good friend of mine, right? And so we always get in this debate. You know, he says stuff on social media and I say stuff on social media. And it's always like a joke because it's like, bro, I'm going to trust Big Pharma in this case because they are the ones with the stringent sterility control and processing. And you know, the supplement industry is not regulated. So it's like, you know, you can tell me that di- that's dihydroberberin in the bottle. Well, until you show me a test, you know, and I'm in the COA world, I'm in the certificate of analysis world that says it's 99.9% dihydroberberin. I don't believe you because I know what goes on in the supplement industry because I've been in three different companies in the supplement industry. So mm-hmm. it's a very interesting thing. But, you know, to talk about that, um, peptides, therapeutic testosterone, uh, microdoses of growth hormone, all of these are life extending. They are absolutely life enhancing agents going back to what you and I talked about at the very beginning of the show, when and if the person using them is not doing other stupid things to their health, right? So right. stupid things to their health is pounding alcohol every weekend, you know, smoking, you know, 
uh, recreational marijuana, you know, taking recreational hard drugs, whatever. So it's like, you know, when you use these agents, which I'm obviously a big um, proponent of, which is again, therapeutic testosterone, desiccated thyroid to bump the thyroid uh, gland. Because remember, just to say this, and again, I talked about this at metal, but if you're going to optimize your endocrine system, you have to look at it as the holy triune. You have your endocrine system, right? Which is testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. Uh, and then you also have your thyroid, which is obviously your you know basal metabolic rate and the temperature uh, gauge of the of the body. And then you also have the pancreas, right? Which is your insulin, Absolutely. which is controlling blood glucose. So if you're going to optimize your hormones as you age, you have to look at all three. Yes. Do you know how many doctors actually understand that? Very few. Very, very few. You know, you, you know, you get doctors, you know, going back to what you said, who will prescribe testosterone at too high of a dose, and then they do nothing with the thyroid, and they do nothing with the pancreas, and they, you know, the person, you know, gets higher testosterone, and then everything else just goes. I'm going to so even like, go a step farther and yes. go into the the neurology of it as well, because For sure. the, yes. the actual term in the literature is the neuroimmune endocrine system. Yes, All exactly. three of them are connected. And yes, that's exactly right. That's Mark Gordon. That's Mark Gordon specialty. Absolutely. Right? Like Dr. Mark Gordon, that's all he talks about is the interventional endocrinology of the neuro you know, <laughs> feedback loop. And that's what he yes. does. I mean, he gives classes and seminars on teaching people how to recover from TBIs, you know, brain injuries. You know, as you know, dude, like it's not just military people. I mean, if you're oh, a no. law enforcement or a fireman, and you're in any sort of concussive blast that can literally set your hormones back forever without you know being addressed. And a lot of those guys have that issue. Mm-hmm. Right now, the that. the stat I saw in Canada, which is probably underreported, is uh, roughly about half of the homeless population have had a, Unbelievable. a TBI Unbelievable. or a mild TBI. Yeah. And, exactly. Yeah. And so they literally don't know what world or planet they exist in, dude. I know. No, it's it's unreal, man. It's and then you had the substance abuse on top of it, everything that we've we've mentioned and gone through, and we're looking at huge societal uh, issues here that that could be addressed and and dealt with. Dude, all you have to do is drive downtown LA. Thankfully, I don't see that anymore. But I mean, just the tent cities down there. I I, my my wife. It's funny you said that because my wife and I went to Oakland to see my daughter, my bonus daughter, her her youngest daughter's. soccer game in shit. When was it? I think it was the end of October, early November. She plays for point. Loma. she's a division two, really awesome soccer player, but we went up there to watch it and we stayed at some hotel right side, you know, in Oakland, you know, we flew into Oakland on Southwest and we stayed at this hotel and dude, we were driving by in our Uber to the hotel when we got there on a Friday. And I was like, Oh my God, you know, it's, it's worse there than it is downtown LA. But yeah, I mean, we don't need to talk about the U.S., but but getting back to your getting back to your your statement because it's important. As one ages, if they do everything correctly, and again, that's you know eat what I call insulin control, regulate their blood sugar, control for carbohydrate consumption, uh, sleep at least six to eight hours a night. You know, again, get polyphasic sleep, hopefully four to four and a half hours. You know, remove EMF from your your room, don't have your phone plugged in next to your head when you go to sleep at night, black out your room, you know, do all these minimal things. Uh, and then as they age, you know, again, obviously you're doing exercise, hopefully you're doing resistance training, which is bone bearing. And of course also cardiovascular, 
if you use a level of therapeutic testosterone and you tweak your thyroid with, again, desiccated thyroid, not the bullshit that most doctors prescribe, which is, you know, Synthroid or Cytomel, which is just T3 and T4, which throws everything out of balance. You have to use something that, you know, optimizes all forms of the thyroid, which is T1, T2, T3, and 4. Uh, and then, of course, metformin or dihydroberberin for insulin. And you absolutely can live longer and stronger. There's no doubt. I mean, there's ample, massive amounts of clinical research out there that you can find. I mean, again, you know, I tell people this all the time. Metformin is the most studied drug in the world. And most of the studies on metformin are with people that are destroying themselves. Right. I mean, they have like a thousand clinical research studies that show that metformin, when someone is a type two diabetic, will still, while using metformin, will still live longer than someone who isn't. So this is how profound it is. So now just extrapolate that with people like us, you know, who want to live longer and stronger and already are living insulin controlled and doing all the things that I've been talking about on this show. Metformin is a wonder agent. Live longer and stronger, but also have their wits about them. Of course. Yes. And without your brain, you have none of those two things. Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, you definitely have to be sharp. You have to maintain, you know, a level of cerebral awareness which again comes from having strong hormonal uh, balance, right? Absolutely. Because again, as you said, dopamine signaling. I mean, there's so many pathways in the brain that testosterone stimulates, you know, short-term exactly. memory, long-term, you know, it improves cognition. There's so many things that it does. Again, ma massive amounts of re research, which is you, you got the book right there. There's tons of studies right. and you have a whole chapter on it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, I, I went deep on that. I mean, that was, <laughs> see, that was one of the things is like, you know, I'm a non-medically licensed person. So if I'm going to write a book with a lot of research in it, I want to go deep on the brain. I want men who are intelligent to read this book and say, wow, you know, he did the research. I mean, now you even go terrifying. into even more detail. So the people who are doing things right. You've got a whole chapter in your latest book on which peptides they can use and kind of for what areas of cognition and, sure. and brain health. Yeah. Uh, let's dive into that because I'm itching to to geek out and, and hear your Dude, opinion. Dude, I literally, it. I loved this. So cerebral liacin is so pow powerful and so profound as a brain, and let's just call it enhancing. I mean, right. it's all cause. It does so many things. I'll just tell you right now. I mean, you know, I'm sure you might get some pushback from some people <laughs> who might watch your show in the medical community, but if cerebral liacin was actually a FDA approved peptide, which it's not for very specific reasons, <laughs> I mean, there would be a lot of the research on Alzheimer's would not be happening. There would not be this gigantic pursuit of big pharma to solve the Alzheimer's question because, dude, cerebral liacin does insane things. Right. My, my business partner, who's one of the world's leading formulators, Nick Andrews, and he's coming down to Mexico here on Thursday. I'll see him on Friday. We're going to network for like three or four days. Uh, he, ha he has a protocol, a peptide protocol for uh, restoring neurodegenerative disorders. Okay. And obviously, you know, again, he's not a licensed physician either. He is a biochemical engineer. He's in pharma for 22 years. I mean, he's one of the world's top formulators. He has to get people to sign an NDA if he, you know, gives them this information, right? Because it's obviously once he gives them the information, they pay for it. But once he gives them the information, now they're on their own because, dude, you can't get a script for cerebral medicine. No. The FDA does not allow it. Right. But you can, of course, go to a research chemical company and buy it for your animal or your research you know, person, not for human <laughs> consumption. Right. So, I mean, the whole thing is a sham. But at the end of the day, 
we have empirical data of showing men who were like stage one, stage two. I know there's a ranking hierarchy of like neurodegenerative disorder who literally reversed it. Yes. Who were in their early 70s who literally went from like couldn't remember their wife's name every third day to being perfectly normal in brainwave patterning measurement. It's un- mm-hmm. it's insane. Now, look, another thing too, and this is very important. You know, I go to all the medical conferences, right? That's that's kind of how I have credibility out there in the medical industry. Cause like I've been going since 2014 and these people just met me and then they talk to me and they're like, damn, Jay's smart. You know, let's go to him. But you know, and Dr. Gordon's a very good friend of mine. I love that guy. He's one of the smartest doctors on the planet. But dude, there was research in, in 2017, 2018 that showed what cerebral Eisen was doing. And then the FDA came down like a hammer in 2019 and they shut it down. Wow. So there's now no clinical research. They will not allow phys- – dude, if you if you prescribe cerebral license and they find out, they, you, dude, you're done. State Medical Licensing Board will come and handcuff you and padlock your practice. Jeez. Literally do it. It's insane what they're doing with that. So you anybody who's using cerebral license out there is doing it underground. And believe me, there are people doing it. There are really <laughs> smart doctors. that are using it with patients. But I'm telling you, man, like if you could get cerebral license for a – you know, advanced, I would say a year or two years into Alzheimer's or dementia, and you start them on a very high dose uh, cerebralize, and you could throw in some other peptides. We could talk about, you know, Simax or Selenc, but you throw those in, dude, you can completely reverse the issues because what it does in the synaptic and the dendritic pathways is just completely rebuild them. I mean, it just completely cleans them up and rebuilds them. It gets rid of the suppression. It gets rid of all of you talked about the free oxy radicals and the oxidation because that's what it is, right? That's what neurodegenerative, this, you know, again, type three diabetes is. It's a buildup of the same shit, you know, the, what is it? The glycolated end products that are here are now up here. Yeah. And you're, and, you're getting rid of them and, 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 and rebuilding. Yeah. And the, the big thing was to always focus on those proteins building up. Exactly. Not looking at exactly. How, how the clearance was, everything else. And yeah, we, we know there, where there that is. Listen, there are studies. There are literal studies that you can go on PubMed right now and read about mm-hmm. cerebralize and getting rid of amyloid plaque. Wow. Like literally getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. And yet it's not, it's not even legal. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've had doctors tell me. They're, but they tell me, they're like, you see, you're, you can go on podcasts and you can tell people about it and you don't face any pushback. You know, they're not coming after you. He's like, you know, if I, as a doctor went on and I talked about it, I would literally get a letter. And oh, if I didn't get a letter, I'd get them knocking on my door. Yeah. It is no, amazing. He said, if I didn't get a letter, they'd come knock on my door. Yep. <laughs> it's nuts, dude. All right. Well, we could go on and on. And this is such valuable information. I I think we've hammered the point into people that they need to figure out more and to figure out more and get the information you're providing in even more detail on your courses, your books, where do they find you? So the best way, uh, it's perfect timing. Um, I literally just had my website rebuilt after four months of architecture. So it's amazing. Um, I have a page now for anybody when I do podcasts, which again, thank you so much. Humbly honored and privileged to be here today uh, to go to Jay Campbell. So it's J-A-Y and then last name C-A-M-P as in Paul, B as in boy, E-L-L, jcampbell.com forward slash free books. And you can download a PDF of that testosterone optimization therapy Bible. The first chapter of the peptides, the new peptides book, which as you know, is blowing up all across the world right now. 
and my nutrition book, which is the Blowtorch Diet, which is, according to Amazon, still the highest, third highest uh, intermittent fasting selling book of all time. So all three of my top books are all available there uh, right now. So just again, it's jcampbell.com forward slash free books. And then of course, there's a gateway. If you want more information about me, uh, everything else is there right after there. But yeah, definitely go download the, if you know, if you're a brain health guy, download the, th- the therapeutic testosterone book because there's just tons in there. I love it. Absolutely. Definitely check out the site. And for everyone listening, stay tuned to the next episode of The Hardy Brain, the show that takes athletic, introverted entrepreneurs and leaders and transforms them into ironclad brain performers. Take care.